Hey y'all, welcome to Black Pod Collective, the podcast where we teach podcasters how to podcast. Yeah, you heard that right. We teach aspiring and current podcasters how to start, grow, and sustain their platforms. So let's see what today's host has to share. My name is Jonathan Galloway. Uh, Most people call me JG. I run a podcast network called Audio Wave Network. One of the largest black podcast networks in the United States of America. I host NWP, Nigas with a podcast. I also host JG's Neighborhood. And let's get into it. Oh no, is that an echo? Oh no, you're not using social media effectively. Oh no, no one's listening to your podcast. It's the Oh No segment. Let's hear today's host, Biggest Oh No's. Let's get into the common mistakes, the top three common mistakes that you can make with sound. My number one mistake that you can make with sound is buying expensive equipment. Now, I know you may say, JG, why why can't I buy expensive equipment? I can afford it. I'm not going against it. I always say buy what's necessary and not what's flashy. Necessity can be, hey, I just need a four-channel board just to operate because we have three hosts. That's a necessity. Now, as far as what board you may purchase, there can be a difference in sound quality. A tad bit difference, not a major difference. Now, if it's a board that's 200, then purchase that board. But a board that's $1,000 for a four-channel board, it's not really worth it. It's more of the glitz and glam as opposed to what you need for podcasting. And then mics. Mics are, I won't say a dime a dozen. Mics, your mic cost can be anywhere from $50 to $150. Um, the reason why I say that is because there there's a bunch of great mics out there that can give you that that um, that sound that you're looking for that you don't need to spend two three hundred four five hundred dollars on a mic. I understand that there's mics on the on the market that's five hundred. I have some, but at the same time, it's not necessary if you're just starting out to spend five hundred dollars on a mic. All right, the next common mistake. The next common mistake I have is focusing more attention on your sound and not your content. Good people. Podcasting, people will listen to your podcast if you have average audio. Average audio can pass. If I can hear you, understand you, there's no buses pulling up. Like I can't hear a real big echo. The sound quality is like a conversation almost. I'm going to listen. Now, if it's not the crisp or the cleanness, like you're just sitting next to me, then I I will still listen. But obviously, there's a difference in sound quality. So I will always say, focus more attention on your content first before you say, hey, I can't do this because I don't have the equipment. Last common mistake is recording anywhere. Um, I've seen people record in cars. I've seen them record in bathrooms, living rooms with high, super high ceilings and like hardwood floors. All of these things can cause and produce echo. So you don't want to record in these spaces where it's opportunities for echoes. Opportunities for echoes would be any living room with hardwood floors and vaulted ceilings, or if if it's already like a weird sound in that room, like you can go into the corner and scream and everyone can hear you, then you don't really want to record in there because the, the acoustics in a room is off and you want to kind of stay away from that space. Traditional spaces, offices, anything that has like carpet or rugs. So sound kind of absorbs in that space. So any of those spaces are ideal. 
you want to focus on like small spaces like your your bedroom, your offices, your guest bedroom, wherever those spaces are, you want to record there. Dining rooms can also work. It just depends on your floor setup and your table setup. You don't want like a wood table where sound can continually bounce off of that space. All right, let's get into these action items, things you can actually take away. You can walk away with something to say, JG taught me something today. First one, learn your software. Learn your software and the terminology. So when I say learn your software and your terminology, whether you're using GarageBand, Audition, Audacity, make sure you learn that software and learn the terminology, all right? So you should know what normalizing means. You should know what fade in and fade out means. You should identify how to use effects. How, what's the DB? Like these things are important. So I always say, if you want to be a true student of podcasting, just use your YouTube. YouTube is your biggest resource. Now, I'm going to give you a couple quick hits. I use Audition. Now, I use Audition and I use multi-tracks. The reason why I use multi-tracks is because if I'm hosting a podcast that has more than one person on it, I want to be able to manipulate their audio as I see fit. So if you're having a conversation, say, for instance, you're having a great podcast, but someone's phone keeps buzzing or going off. I know that that person's phone is continually going off. I'll adjust it in post. So I'll take it and I'll fade it out every time I see a spike in their audio when someone else is having a conversation or when someone else is talking. I'll go in and minimize their audio at that point or mute it or whatever I need to do, cut it out. I'll just make it to where you won't hear that phone ringing. That's the importance of using multi-tracks. I know people that only use one track. Now, one track is not bad. It's not bad, but it doesn't give you the freedom to going back and isolating certain words or phrases or whatever it may be. So if we're having a conversation, it's like someone says something and you need to take it out. You can't just go to that person's audio, listen to it and take it out. You have to go to the entire track that you've done and find that and take it out. It's a lot of work in that. So one track is it's a little bit difficult, but um, multi-tracks is not as hard as it may seem, you just have to get your mixer and your program to identify the multi-tracks. Next uh, terminology, fade in and fade out. Fade in and fading out is important. The reason why is because if you're using any, if you're doing any post edits as far as adding intro music, adding outro music, um, anything in that realm where you may need to fade something in or fade something out, then that's where you get those in. You don't want to just your music to just stop abruptly and there's no fade into the vocals. You always want to fade into your vocals so it has like a crisp handoff. It's almost like been in a relay race. It's handing the baton off. When you fade in music, you want to fade the music out. You want to fade the music in and out. So you don't want people to like just press play on your podcast and then boom, it's the loudest noise in the world. You want to fade the music in where it gets louder, gradually gets louder. And then you want to fade it out where it gradually gets lower. But before it's completely off, you want your vocals to come in. So you, when you're doing your podcast, your vocals will be technically at the same range as your intro music. Same thing with outro. You want the outro to fade in and then fade out at the end. We'll go to the next one. We kind of touched on this earlier. Um, location and properly outfitting your room. So say, for instance, you have this living room space has the vaulted ceilings, it has the hardwood floors, and this is the only place you can record. So you have this living room, vaulted ceilings, and hardwood floors. 
So the way to outfit this room or the way to create your studio space in this room, but also keeping it in a living room is to add decor. So the way you add decor is through items that absorb sound. Items that absorb sound include like a rug, add portraits on the wall that can absorb sound. So most portraits or pictures or artwork, they'll absorb a lot of the echoing that you will hear in a standard living room that has like high ceilings and hardwood floors. It changed the sound quality in your room. Look into microphone isolation shield. Now, a microphone isolation shield will go around the mic. So you won't have to do the rug or the pictures or anything like that. You can just get a microphone isolation shield and record straight in your living room. Now, if you're talking to people, some of these microphone isolation shields literally block out your view. So you wouldn't be able to see the person you're talking to. So I suggest if you're talking to people, then maybe get stools that you can kind of see over and also keep the mic in front of you. Now, we talked about the microphone isolation shields. We talked about all this other decor that you can get for your house. Let's talk about equipment. Let's get to the bare basics of equipment. We're going to actually talk about this a couple of times. If you're recording in your house and you're only recording one show, get equipment that is efficient. A very efficient board that I would suggest is the Rodecaster. The Rodecaster Pro Podcaster is from Rode. They make perfect audio equipment. I would suggest that podcast setup if you know this is where you're going. So the Rodecaster is perfect for just about all of your basic features in a podcast. You have the drops button. You have the ability to record without a computer. It offers so many different features on this board. You would think they were sponsoring me right now, but it's a phenomenal board. As far as mics, I say everyone has their favorite. Your favorite may not be the same as someone else's. I'm not subjective with mics. I'm more so on the fence as far as which mic offers better quality and more clarity. Most mics aren't great. There are some quality mics out there. There are some okay mics. There are some average mics. But you will be able to notice that in price. Like You'll be able to really understand that in price. And I always say get the best mic for your situation. A lot of people are going to be traveling with podcasts, so they want to be able to have something that's easy to travel with. So find a mic that's easy to travel with, but has the quality you're looking for. You'll know the quality you're looking for if you listen to podcasts, or if you just say like, okay, this mic sounds a bit fuzzy. This one doesn't have the clarity I'm looking for. This one is, is kind of cracking. This one's not durable enough. Find that perfect mic for you then you'll you'll kind of understand it. You kind of know. Like it doesn't matter the price range. Like um, the best mic for you could be 70 bucks, but the best mic to someone else could be $700. So just find the best quality mic for you. I say anywhere between 50 and $150, you can find a great mic for anything you're looking for. Between 50 and $150, it's a mic for you in that price range. One more thing. If you don't want to deal with any of the sound issues or editing or going to like or having to worry about um, making sure the equipment is right or things like that, go to a podcast studio. Someone that specializes in podcasting and find an engineer that you can work with. Um, this will alleviate a lot of your problems, especially in the beginning, trying to worry about editing your own episodes and pushing your content out. Now, this will cost almost double in the long run. It's literally a service that you won't have to worry about. Let's take another quick break, and I'm going to come back and answer some questions from you guys, the audience, and we'll tap back in. All right. All right. 
Be a part of the conversation by emailing your questions to hello at blackpodcollective.com. You can also join the collective by visiting our website, blackpodcollective.com, and selecting membership. We look forward to welcoming you to the collective. And we back. All right. So first question says, what are the least expensive tools and systems that can give you the best sound quality? So um, I'm a big fan of Behringer. Behringer has a bunch of inexpensive products. They have boards from, I think, one channel all the way to eight. They have mics from $20 to $100. Like, they're durable. Um, My first board was a four-channel board from Behringer, and that was from 2014. And I still use it if I'm traveling or anywhere. I still take that four-channel board anywhere I go. And USB interface, which means it can plug directly into a computer. So that's another thing. Like, you want to make sure you get a USB interface board. You want to get something that either can record directly to a computer with the USB interface or something that can record to a saving mechanism as far as a USB drive or SD card. So that's like a great starting point. That's like a perfect starter plan for any podcaster. A USB interface board from Behringer, $99, and then a couple $40 mics. That's perfect for you to start off. Next question. Does it matter to clean up the ums? No. Well, it depends. It's up to you. Never, never feel like you have to follow, quote unquote, a rubric. Like You don't have to follow any guidelines or anybody's set list of, hey, this is this is the perfect way to podcast. This is how you're podcasting. Create your own narrative. Create your own narrative at all times. So I'm a fan of removing the ums if you feel necessary. Like I would never tell someone to leave them or to take them out. It's up to you. But at certain times, it sounds better. If a person is going through a question, if you have a tough question and the interviewer is kind of taking a pause, then I would maybe leave that so you can have some sort of reality connected to your show and connected to this episode and this guest. As a listener, I don't want to believe this person had the perfect answer in two seconds. Let me know that they thought about it. That's all we got for the questions. I want to thank the Black Pie Collective for having me do this. Thank you for tuning in with me. You can connect with me on Instagram at Audio Wave Network, or you can follow me personally Everybody loves JG. You can also email me with any additional questions. That's JG, just two letters, at audiowavenetwork.com. You can check out all of our great shows and any additional content on our website, audiowavenetwork.com. And I appreciate you guys for listening. As always, welcome to The Collective. This is a Black Pod Collective production. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to The Collective.